Today on the Moments of Grace podcast, Dr. Butler speaks with Pastor Lorenzo and Geraldine Williams about life, love, and marriage. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. I'm happy to have you here with us on today on Moments of Grace. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. On this month, we are talking with dynamic couples. You know, everybody uh, that is married. And I believe that uh, being married is part of God's divine gift to humanity. I believe everybody should have that opportunity to find that person that God has made for them. I don't really believe in soulmates. That's just me. I don't believe in soulmates. But what I do believe in is what the word of God says, as he tell us, tells us to become one with one another. That's his divine imperative. In fact, over in Genesis 1 and 26, he tells man and woman, he said, he made them male and female. They're created in his image. So we are created in his image. Then we're separated. And then I say it's, it's part of, of God's greatest blessing is we have to find the maturity and love to find our way back to each other to become one. Amen. Today I have a dynamic couple with me. Um, Pastor Williams has been on with us before. He is a world-renowned artist. <laughs> but he and his wife, they do a wonderful, wonderful job on just coming out with some truths about marriage on their Facebook page. And I would be remiss not to have them here with this beautiful couple. I love both of them. They have such a heart for God. They have such a a peaceful spirit. And uh, so we just want to welcome pastor and elect lady Williams to moments of grace. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, it is a blessing blessing to have you all here with us. Would you introduce yourselves? I I love you, but the audience may not remember you, Pastor Williams, so would you introduce you and your lovely wife? Well, uh, as you know, I am Lorenzo Williams and uh, uh, pastor of Science Hill Missionary Baptist Church. I'm also an artist by nature and art educator. I've been teaching art education over 25 years and uh, in the ministry uh, over 41, along with my lovely wife, uh, Sister Geraldine Williams, she'll introduce herself. (laughs) Hello, I'm Geraldine Williams, um, the wife of Lorenzo Williams, the mother of our six awesome children. All right. Grandmother of our eight fabulous grandchildren. (laughs) And um, I have- it's all about family. Yes, and we are blessed to have the family that we have. And I've been a, a, a private duty nurse for the past 30 plus years. Wow. So I, that's what where my passion has always laid. So I've never ventured from that, okay. even though people have asked me to do other things, but I've always wanted to be a help to people who are helpless. 
So that's always been a passion of mine. I got you. I Man. got you. Now, now, Pastor, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not, not trying to uh, uh, put any, any words in your mouth, but you said Science Hill Baptist Church. Seventy uh, percent of our audience is outside of the state that you pastor in. So, would you tell them what state that is? This is in the state of South Carolina. All right. Uh, the community of uh, Trenton, South Carolina. Wonderful, wonderful. So again, wh whether you're in Ireland or Puerto Rico, Great Britain, uh, Jamaica, Japan, wherever you are that you're listening to us, uh, this is a beautiful couple right here in the state of South Carolina. Beautiful, wonderful couple. Um, so let's get right into it, Pastor. So share with us how you guys met. Well, oh, she granted. Uh, Hold on now, because we go have a conversation. Look, so, if, Sister Williams, like you, maybe, maybe I need to let her. If, if I if I tell met. the Look, if I tell the story, it's not going to be told right. So we're going to let her tell. Let her tell it. We met in high school. Okay. Unbeknownst to us, we were just friends. The way I met him, I wanted him to draw in my yearbook. Okay. So that's how we met. But before then, she wouldn't give me the time. We met before then, but she wouldn't give me the time of day. How dare you, Sister Williams? Yeah, she, she was giving popular. the time. She yeah, popular in school. Right, right. But now she saw some use. From oh, okay. <laughs> and when I went off to college and came back, um, we met again. Okay. The next time we met, we met at a club. Okay. Now, let me rewind for just a little bit. So, so Pastor, when when uh, when you, you know she was popular and everything, did you find her attractive then, or you had a crush on her, or anything like that, or or you know it was it was kind of a just mutual ships passing in the night, not really uh, interested or? Well, I had, I had a crush on him. Okay, okay. Did uh, you know that, yeah, Sister Williams? I don't think he did. <laughs> what, well, Sister Williams? I don't think he did. But if he say he did, he did. He did. In a man's world, when you look good. Come on, brother. you are a woman. Come on, brother. You a crush. Be for real. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's an exclusive here on Moments of Grace that Pastor had a crush on her and she didn't know it. She was well, she won't accept it. Right. right. I, well, I did accept it. That is, that's beautiful. But but that 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 lets us know that uh, Sister Williams that um, his spirit was attached to yours. It was something about you that he automatically knew was was going to be attached to him. Go ahead, Pastor. Uh, she's telling the story. Oh, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> and after we met that night at the, at the club, um, I didn't want anybody to talk to me while I was leaving. So I asked him to walk me to my car. Okay. But when he walked me to my car, he asked for my number. Any other time I would give him the wrong number. Right. But this time it just, I just gave the right number. Well, Don't well, know why. <laughs> well, let me back up now. Uh, out of everybody in the club, why why did you choose him to walk you to the car? Had y'all been talking before? Or, no, or you I just knew him. him. You just knew I him. I knew him. Okay, okay. And so now he, it, if he did not, if he didn't have a crush on you, even though he walked you to the car, he probably wouldn't ask you for your number. I sure wouldn't. Probably, well, I have never thought about it like that. So. Yeah, he probably would never ask you for for enough. If if a man doesn't see that he has a, a has an opportunity, um, he 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 won't waste his time. Even if he would, he, and so that was probably a bold move for you even to ask her ask her for a number, Pastor. 
Yeah, because I figured she wasn't going to give it to me. Wow. <laughs> she turned me down all the other times. And I ordinarily, I would have given them a number, but it would have been the wrong Been the wrong one. <laughs> she had a game doing that. <laughs> it would have been the wrong number. But this time, for some reason, I gave them the right number. Gotcha. gotcha. So I, we all know what that is. Gotcha. T take us back to that first date. Well, who, who, who wants to take uh, us back to the first date from, from their perspective? Well, uh, after getting that number. And, and you knew it was the right number. It was the right number. <laughs> I did talk to her. And our first date, I asked her to go to the skating ring with me. Okay. The skating ring, due to the fact that I, I loved skating at the time. Gotcha. And I couldn't skate. And she couldn't so, skate. Oh, that was excellent right there. That was good. Anyway, That's a good date. <laughs> I took a, we went skating and, you know, you did what people do when they uh, out on their first date. And uh, on my way, bringing her back home. Uh, I don't know if I asked for a kiss or not. I think I did, but she said she don't kiss on the first date. Okay. Okay. And so we went out on the second date. Then we started dating uh, after that. And so was it? Was it official after the second date or or were we what time did we decide we were gonna be exclusive? Huh? You told oh, me. Oh, oh, you told wait, me. wait, wait, wait. You told me. But, but let me back up just a little bit. Okay. All right. Let me back up just a little bit. Before we started dating, then then after the first date, believe it or not, I went home and I got on my knees and I prayed. Before I went to sleep, I said, Lord, if you bless me with her as my girlfriend, I'll serve you. Mm -hmm. So a few dates after, uh, you know, back in the 70s, back in the 80s, you know, the word was when you wanted to talk to a girl, will you give me a chance? Right, right. So I asked her for a chance and she said, well, I, I guess so. Okay. And so it was official. And so we dated for probably about a year. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, it seemed like the Lord was kind of cashing in on that vow that I made. Okay. <laughs> and, and so uh, conviction was just sitting in. And, you know, we were dating real good and everything. And I, I wanted to do something with my life. It was right. either the army it was either the Marines or serve God. Right. Well, I, she said, if I went and joined the service, she wasn't going to wait on me. Hmm. And so I, I made up my mind. I said, well, I can't lose with the Lord. That's right. Because I had to keep this vow. I made that vow, but it still wasn't guaranteed that she was going to be with me. Right. And right. so I went to church and I went to church good for probably about six months got saved and, you know, loving the Lord and everything. And uh, one, the spirit just led me to go and invite her. Am I right? You got to back up because you told me you was getting saved. I said, I'm not ready. Oh, yeah. Well, so okay. I did. So, yeah, so now let me ask you a question. So let me let me stick here. So at the time, Sister Wing, were you saved at the time? Were you going to no, church I at wasn't. the time? You wasn't. I, wasn't. I got you. I got you. So, and so I wasn't ready. I right. Thought I wasn't. So, and in, in, in turn, um, he, he kind of led you to the Lord. Oh, yes, he did. He did. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. Pastor. 
and, and so, um, so we broke up. We broke up because now I'm in the church. Okay. You know, you got to keep yourself sanctified and pure and all right. this good stuff. And, right. And so I'm churching because she said she wasn't ready, but I said to myself, I had to keep my vow with the Lord. Amen. And so I was churching. What, what did you think about that, Sister William, that he was going to keep that vow? It was either you you or or or, uh, or God? Where, where were you at, at that time mentally? Well, at that point, at that time, it really didn't matter to me. Okay. Because, you know, I didn't have any reference point. I mean, we went to church right. all my childhood, but gotcha. we just went to church. Gotcha. You you hadn't had a relationship with no, God at this no, we point. Just, we were just church goers. Gotcha. Gotcha. And gotcha. so when he said he was getting saved, I know that's that's not what I wanted. Right. So I just did him God's feet, and that was the end of that for about gotcha. six months. Gotcha. And and what happened after that six months? And lo and behold, I was led to ask her to come to church one Christmas Eve. It wasn't the Christmas Eve during the Christmas it season. It was during the Christmas season. Yes. Mm. And that, believe it or not, that particular day that I went by to ask her or invite her to church, she told me that her ex mm. just had left. Okay. And so hopefully he didn't go to the army. <laughs> I let her I'm being messy. I'm gonna stop that job. <laughs> well, no, I, it's I, all good. I've always been straight to the point. So I, I say what I need, I mean what I say. So Amen. I told him I wasn't gonna wasn't I didn't say I wasn't, I just said I didn't I wasn't gonna wait on you. Right. Have, but I, right, right. God, but I wasn't. Well, it was time for him to move out the way so uh, Pastor could get in there too. So that, that was good. <laughs> and so uh, I invited to the church, and believe it or not, she said, Yeah. Okay. I, and she came. Amen. And when she came, the spirit would hit her. Mm. And every time the spirit got high, she was on the floor. Praise God. The second time, every time the spirit got high, she was on the floor. She just couldn't resist the, the spirit of God. And the next thing I know, we were going to church together. Amen. Let, let me let me inject here. So, Sister Williams, you said you were just a church goer. Um, this was a new dynamic of worship for you, I would take it. Oh, yes. Got you. Got you. So so because now um, God's working on your heart. He's already worked on him. He's working on your heart. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we want to continue our conversation. Now, y'all know I'm, y'all know I love you. So I'm going to cut up. My folk know, <laughs> everybody right. know I'm going to cut up and, and with yeah. people I love. You know, I got some people I interview and I'm like, oh, okay, let me ask these straight lace questions. <laughs> but, but, but I love you all. So I got to go through all that. So, but when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation. Okay. Okay. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler. And, you know, we're talking with the Williams and, you know, it, it this is a different dynamic because normally when we have interviewed some of our couples this month, it's, it was the, the, the man that was a little slow to come to the relationship with the Lord. And usually the wife has led him to the Lord. Um, with the Williams, uh, it's just the opposite. The, the beautiful thing, if you know Sister Williams, uh, she has such a humble spirit and such a, a spirit for the Lord. 
I would have never known that because she seemed like she just have been like she'd been washing the blood her whole life and had that relationship with God her whole life. But that's her spirit that's on her. Also, her husband has that spirit on him. So when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation and we're going to ask them some questions that, that kind of help you couples that might be struggling with your faith and your marriage when we come back. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler. We'll be right back after these messages. The latest book by Dr. A. Jerome Butler is here. Queen or Concubine Being Worthy of Your Crown is one of the best books written by this prolific author and teacher. Dr. Tabitha Russell, CEO and founder of Inside Inspired Women Global, home of the Breakthrough Millionaires Academy, said, Dr. Butler's unique perspective on this issue is both enlightening and thought-provoking. He empowers women to strive for their purpose, to be queens rather than concubines. And Dr. Janet Bishop Nesbitt, certified life, wellness, grief coach, educator, speaker, and veteran, said about this book, God engineered you to be a masterpiece, to be phenomenal, and to be a queen. This book reveals biblically sound principles and other references that will unleash the greatness God has planted inside of you, equipping you with God's word to encourage and strengthen you along the way to be worthy of your crown. You can get your copy at www.drajrbutler.com and use promo code BishopSmith. Again, you can get this life-changing book at www.drajrbutler.com and use promo code BishopSmith. And remember, you are worthy of your crown. The Grace Project has partnered with Krispy Kreme Donuts on their Donuts and Homes campaign. With a purchase of one dozen donuts through www.graceprojecthomes.com, you will help our unsheltered family or veteran own their own home. Thank you in advance from the Grace Project. And we're back, and like we said, we're we're with Williams, uh, Pastor and Sister Williams. You know, as you heard on the commercial, uh, the Grace Project is this um, mission of philanthropy my wife and myself and my board of directors has uh, to build and refurbish these homes for people that are unhoused and our veterans who are unsheltered. Um, been ministering now for 30 years uh, out of traveling the world uh, in India and Africa and, and, and ministry, also traveling the world in the military. This is my greatest uh, mission putting these families that do not have anywhere to live in homes. This, this is the heart of God. As you heard on the commercial, this, this is the heart of God. Um, thousands of people have had an opportunity to baptize. I thank God for that opportunity. Like I said, all over the world, but what we're doing right now is at least for me, it is um, the cornucopia of my ministry of our ministry, excuse me. I don't want to say my ministry. It's our ministry because I'm doing what God has told me to do. So we'd love for you to be a partner with us. You know, we, we appreciate you. Um, our good friends in Africa who are partners with us, our friends over in England uh, that are partners with us, Jamaica, Japan, all of you guys are partners with us. Thank you so much. You know, what, what you give to subscribe to this broadcast you have made a decision to help the mission that we're doing. 
So again, that's why I said it isn't my ministry because we don't get any government funds. We're strictly gra grassroots. So whatever is given or whatever we do for these families is based on the love that you share with this ministry. So I want to tell you, thank you. And if you're um, benefiting from this broadcast and you're not giving, please consider doing so. And I want to say in advance, thank you. And so you are a part of the Moments of Grace family, whether you give or not, you're still part of our family. Well, we're back with the Williams uh, family, Pastor and Sister Williams, and they were sharing with us before the break about their relationship leading up to them having an opportunity to be the dynamic, wonderful couple you see before you. Now, mm -hmm. now when I tell you I love them, I legitimately mean that. I've um, had an opportunity to preach at their church. Uh, he's had an opportunity when I was pastoring to preach at the church that I was at. <clears throat> Genuine heart. His wife, I have to say this, my sister, and I'm not saying this to blow your head up or anything. I'm, I'm the type of person I'm going to tell you the truth and don't care what, how you feel about it. You are the epitome of what an elect lady should be. If every elect lady cared herself as you would, uh, we would see so much love in the church. So I want mm. to thank you for being the woman of God that you are and, you, and your husband. So now you, you guys have uh, inseparable. We've gone to another level in God. Pastor, how did you propose? How long was it before you proposed? Well, as you know, early on, as we said, we we broke up that relationship uh, and, and, and us churching at this time, you know, we're just friends now. Right. Okay. And so, so this probably, is, this is during the time you broke up, you considered yourself just friends. Right. Okay. Right. Got you. Got you. Just kind of keep it straight. Right. Because she did let me know after being saved that it wasn't going to be no hanky panky or none of right. that stuff. Right. I mean, she made that clear. Right. We shutting it down. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, I, gotcha. and, and, and to be honest with you, uh, uh, to be honest with you, I crossed the line mm -hmm. I just because I was familiar, mm -hmm. but she mm -hmm. let me know. Mm -hmm. You may have been familiar with that. But it's a this new day. God's territory. And, oh, my God. <laughs> All right now. All right. All right. And, and so I played no more games after she made that clear, but I'm thinking probably a year after us um, churching, we started dating. Am I right? Yeah, I think we got married. Well, since we, we had got married about, I said about six months after I got saved. Okay. Yeah. But, 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 but take me a step. How, how did you, how did you propose, Pastor? Well, I, I just, Plainly asked, asked her when I felt the time was ready, asked her, would she, would she marry me? Did you do the whole one knee? Did you ginger, ginger flex? Or you, you, uh... Well, I, I not only did the one knee, but I oh. think I was on both knees. Oh, my God. Praying. Go ahead, Pastor. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, she might remember it different. I don't know. But, That's uh... a blood. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I was praying when I asked. Oh, there you go, brother. There you go. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And she said yes. And Amen. So after then, we made preparations. And got married. And my family was praying. And my sisters and mother, they were crying because they didn't want me to get married. They were oh, devastated. Wow. They wasn't used to uh, the kind of church we were in. They were right. uh, right. They was just 
devastated. Right. Was, they were just, oh. Just how could it you do a, this? <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was, it was a joyous occasion for us, but they were just, they were just in turmoil right, when I got right. married. Now I was right. living a different type of life. Gotcha. Gotcha. That you were actually living a safe life. Mm-hmm. You, you made that commitment to God, and and in turn, um, you brought another dynamic into your relationship and into your relationship with God, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor. Um, and I'm gonna come back to you also, um, Sister Williams. So, Pastor, you, how do you feel? Because, like you said, she gave you that. Hey, there's not gonna be any more hanky panky, brothers. So we we you know, so don't even try it. Um, do you feel that brought a new level of respect to your relationship oh definitely yes share that with young man a young man or young woman that might be struggling with their flesh while they're um with a significant other because we know right now in america especially well i'm not going to say in the world america in the world um you know these manipulation uh semantics that we use you know try them you know who would buy a cow without trying the milk. You know, we use all these these manipulation uh, vernaculars. Right. And so, so how do we overcome that? Uh, I would say uh, definitely through the word of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, as, as much teaching and much of God's spirit that you can get in you to give you the power to have strength over your flesh. Right. Right. Because I've discovered that flesh is never That's saved. Right. It is, it, it's never satisfied. Never it's never satisfied. saved, no matter how much you know That's right. concerning God. That's his natural state. But what the word of God does is give you restraints. It gives you mm-hmm. boundaries. It gives you having that knowledge. It, it gives you that extra function mm-hmm. not to do what you're used to doing. Right. It makes right. you conscious Amen. what God's law is, regardless what everybody else would say. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Okay, you can go ahead. Uh, so I would say concerning uh, young men uh, that it is important that you read the word, um, get as much Bible study as you can, because having this knowledge and understanding it, it gives you strength okay. over your flesh. Right. Uh, and it, it gives you a mindset um, to really not want to cross that line, mm-hmm. not because you're old enough or because you can, but right. because now you honor and you respect God, Amen. who Amen. he is. Right. And so uh, I would give that advice to study and search the scriptures as much as possible because it gives you a conscience and it makes you more aware of, of, um, of God's presence. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Sister Williams, with, with that said, because now, um, even though he didn't want to be restrained, <laughs> You you gave him that ultimatum. Um, the word um, in your relationship with God took precedent over over his desires and yours. Was that was that difficult for you? I mean, can, can you share that with us if you don't mind? Because it, it because really, it, sometimes 
you know, when we've done what we've always done and now we shift gears, you know, um, our flesh is not used to that. You know, when no. we when we make a decision, our spirit is going to take over. Um, it, it 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 can't be easy. We can say it. We can we can say we save, sanctified, full of the Holy Spirit. I know when I stopped drinking, I was an alcoholic. And when I stopped drinking, it was like it, it was like I could just smell alcohol, rubbing alcohol and mm -hmm. go back to to me getting a drink. But I was determined I wasn't going to smoke and drink any longer. So how was that for you when you gave him that ultimatum? It wasn't easy because right. it was familiar. Right, 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 right. We had been together so long, but I knew the vow that I had made. My God. And 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 God was just so new and mm. and fresh to me yeah, that yeah. I just I just couldn't see myself dishonoring God by doing anything. Gotcha. Gotcha. Beautiful. Beautiful. Especially at that point because the anointing, when a person first gets saved or experience God, everything is fresh and new. You are enlightened to mm -hmm. what you are used to, but you're, 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 that spiritual man sees what, what's really there and gotcha. sees the importance of it. Right. right. So that gives you that strength to uh, keep your vow, your promises, uh, uh, concerning God because it's fresh and new to you. Right, right. And so now you guys have been married how long now? 41 years. 41 wow. years. Wow. Y'all don't look much older than that talking about so 41 years. <laughs> we you get that don't. all the time. Yeah. We tell people we've been married 41 years. <laughs> That's a blessing. Y'all don't look much older than that uh, to be married 41 years. Um, it, 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 so let me ask this question. So Sister uh, Williams, what would you say has been three of the greatest joys of being married to your husband? Um, the greatest joy is, one of the greatest joys is that he chose me. Number two, I'm gonna say I chose him. Okay. And number three is we have endured this, all of the struggles that we've gone through. Gotcha. It, it hasn't been easy, but, but the things that we've been through and to see us now, right? oh my God, that's a miracle to, go, to have gone through what we've gone through and be in the place that we're in now. Hmm. It's, it has been nothing but God and a miracle. Now, we are total opposites. Right, Hold right. You, you've shared that before. I've, I've, I've listened to you all showing, and you guys, uh, you guys. What I love about your broadcast is you're just upfront. You're for real, and and you're not trying to um, sugarcoat anything. You're oh. not trying to throw any, you know, uh, throw halos at people. You're throwing reality, throwing truth, and and still finding a way to have love and endure and have peace in your home. Uh, is what I see through through you guys teaching, and and the fact that the fact that he is a such a humble, patient person, mm -hmm. and knowing who I am, right? <laughs> she says, knowing the type person that I am, it's a miracle that we are still together. But it's yin and yang, though. It's yin and yang. You know, yeah. we, you opposite. What to say? Opposites attract. You know, and, and God knows 
everything we need. You know, the Bible says, you know, where uh, I'm weak, he makes me strong, you know, so where I'm strong, he makes me weak. Uh, so the reality is those places that I'm strong at, um, I don't need help with that, but he'll send people in our lives that will help to undergird the weak places. And so where your strength, where your strength lies, your husband comes in with that peace and, and same thing, pastor, where you may need a little bit of a push. Cause I've heard it before, but you may need a little bit of a push, a little mm -hmm. bit of, you know, a little bit of prodding to, to move in a certain direction. Uh, you know, that, that weakness in you, she's that strength for you. That's so, right. Amen. Amen. Pastor, what would you say are the, the three, um, greatest blessings your wife has been to you over the years? Uh, well, um, I, I would, I would have to say, um, support, um, I get the support that I, like you said, that undergird, right. right. Um, I would, and the, the second thing would be, um, family, mm. make sure that you know, that family unit mm -hmm. is intact. Uh, rather be on my part, our family part. Uh, she keeps the family connected okay. to all the outlets that it needs to be connected to. Right. That's something I did not have uh, growing up. Right. Uh, and that third thing I would say uh, is... Um, I'm going to have to say she pleases me. All right. <laughs> Praise God. Okay. Uh, uh, as a husband, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, as a man, right. Um, she, she pleases me. Amen. And, okay. uh, she, she keeps, she, she keeps the house. Amen. Yeah. Well, I want, I want to step back into something you said. So, you know, cause you can always hear the heart of the people by, by the places of their joy. We don't need to complain about the places where we're angry at. We we make those known, but the places of our joy. And you mentioned family twice in this interview, so I know it's extremely important to you mm -hmm. that that family dynamic. And you said coming up, you you didn't have that, right? And she she kind of she she's that strength for you as far as a family unit. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible even even tells us that the woman is the heartbeat of the home. You know, when the kids come home, they don't come to daddy. Uh, well, mine don't. They don't come to daddy, they go to mama. <laughs> and when we as men come home and we've had a hard day at work, we don't sit down with the kids, we come to mama. <laughs> so so she's the heartbeat of home. She sets the pace in the home. If the home is, if she's in turmoil, the home's in turmoil. Right. You know, if she's, if she's at peace, the house is at peace. If she is as a strong personality, the house has a strong personality. So whatever, you know, we as men, uh, even though it may be a patriarchal system, I truly believe what the word of God said, that that wife sets, she sets the, the, the pace of the home. She mm -hmm. sets the pace of the home, you know, um, from observing your children from afar, all of them seem like they're go-getters. They seem like they have your heart, Sister Williams. Mm. They really, they are go getters. Mm. They really are. Yeah, you set the you set that precedence. You know, I'm pretty sure Pastor is Pastor the one. Pastor, you the one they get over on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Yes. <laughs> All the time. 
they veer away from me because right. they know what my answer is going to be. Gonna be right, right. They always right. goes to their father. There you go. There you go. Well, they're smart kids. <laughs> they're, they're very smart kids. That's how it works. Amen. Amen. Before we balance, look, go ahead. That's the balance. He, he he's that. He's the rational one. He's the rational one when it comes to them. Right. And I'm the stern one when it comes when it gotcha. comes to them. But you got to have that, don't you, in a family? Oh yeah. You, you've you've got to have that. God, you know, even there's three parts of God. You know, he say chasing those he, those he loved, but at the same time he comes and he says, "Well, God so loved the world, you know, that he gave." And so, even within the nature of God, we see those those dynamics. We see those two dynamics. Um, anything you like all like to share before we we let you go? It has been such a pleasure having you all on on Moments of Grace. This has been such a blessing for me and and for you all sharing your heart, your spirit, and and your journey with with the audience. We, um, we just like to say that our Facebook Live that we do on Thursdays um, started out as Coffee with the Comfort. Comfort, Comfort with the Comfort started out during the pandemic. That's a, a morning Bible study. Okay. So, and after the pandemic, I went back to work, so we couldn't do it in the morning. So it was in the, it had to do it in the afternoons. Okay. And the Bible study started, and it started to veer towards marriage. And mm. our conversations started to change in the Bible study. And we were thinking that we were getting off track. Mm. But when it, we would see people everywhere, we, they would there tell us go. that they were enjoying the. That's right. That's they right. were just enjoying it. And people that I don't even know right. would stop us and say, we're enjoying you all. Keep it up. All of the times we're thinking that we're not doing the right thing. But we know now that God has ordained that ministry for us and I, and I want to say i want to say early in our marriage when we first got married our goal and we would always say this and this would be our testimony is to be uh an example for young couples Amen. that that was that was always our talk to be an example for them right and and so not only is it for marriage but it's it's we even deal with relationships right. because everything starts with a relationship that's right even if you're 100%. a single person you know some people say well it ain't for me because i'm single mm -hmm. well not exactly true because we don't exactly talk about just married things right the bottom line is it's all about the relationships that you have with people Amen. whether you're single whether you're married, whether you're a pastor, that same element that makes a relationship work. Mm. Same relationship that Jesus had with the Father, yes. uh, Son, the Holy Ghost, that yes. Trinitarian uh, uh, element. Yes. It is, it is all because of relationship. I agree. I agree. And that's, you know, that's what God gave me that we should base it on, although... Yes, it is for couples. It is to, you know, help them navigate through what what is impossible. Yeah. And so uh relationship is that that main element through the word of God. Gotcha. Well, um, it has been such a pleasure having you all here with us on Moments Thank of you. Grace. And um, so of course, 
I'm going to have to get get you guys. I'm going to have to get you guys committed to come back. So if I can just get a head nod, your yes. okay, head nod says it's done. It's, it's so it's <laughs> it's consensus. We go, we'll have to get you back uh, on on the show. Do do me a favor if you don't mind. Tell people how they can um, connect with you if they want to have you all to come in and maybe speak to a, a at a marriage conference or how they can get with your pastor to come in and speak or. Uh, also give us your, um, your particulars as far as your, the, the, uh, Thursday Bible study. Is it Thursday? Thursday. Thursday marriage Bible study you do. Can, can you give us all those particulars, please? On, uh, we're on Facebook live every, we're on Facebook live on Thursday, not every Thursday. Okay. Okay. Thursdays at seven. You okay. can, um. Look for Lorenzo Williams. Mm-hmm. Message me. Mm-hmm. Or they can message you. Geraldine Williams. Because um, we're trying to get it on. You, we, we, we have so many. We're trying to put them on YouTube. Like okay. a YouTube gotcha. channel. So gotcha. we, we, you probably can help us with that. We're going to get a YouTube channel with because uh, we have two years worth of wow. segments that we, can, that we can post on there. So. Right. Be looking for that in the future. Um, coffee with the comforter. Okay. And also, uh, like or you can uh, email me at uh, willcrest21.lw at gmail.com. That is willcrest21.lw at gmail.com. And uh, you can call me at area code 803-634-8442. And we'll have everything in the show notes. So guys, if you need to reach out to him, all of their particulars they just gave you will be in the show notes um, here on the, the uh, podcast. And so you can reach out to him. I want to encourage you to do so. Again, thank you all so much for being with us. Thank, thank you, so you for having us. Wonderful, wonderful. It has been such a pleasure having Williams here with us. And guys, you know, I I don't know where you are in life. One thing's for sure is that God ordained, and I do mean ordained, just as well as your pastor has been ordained, just as well as maybe your deacons have been ordained. Ordaining is the rubbing on of, the anointing and the rubbing on of. When God rubs on uh, his spirit onto a marriage, he means for that marriage to last does not mean that his rubbing is going to make it peaceful doesn't mean that it's going to always be clear sailing but it means that it has his hands on what does that mean it already means he has all the provision that that marriage will ever need i want you to think about this because this is the beauty of marriage where we take two people god puts them together so that means he doubles the resources up for that marriage the children are for that marriage their resources the home is for that marriage all of the income that comes in god provides all of this for marriage because he wants to make sure if he has the cattle on a thousand hills he want to make sure every marriage that's anointed with his hand that he's ordained that will have all the resources they need for life for life and so some of the struggles we have is because we are trying to pull away what god has put together And with that said, guys, I want to encourage you to reach out to them. 
And uh, we look forward to having you back here on Moments of Grace. You know, we love you all so much. And as we always say, remember to love God, love life, keep the light. We'll see you next time on Moments of Grace. Thank you.